What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So I'm here with my friends, Kevon and Nick, and we were talking the past few days just about disruptions when it comes to industries or markets, how the iPhone has been a disruption for the phone industry, how Uber was a disruption for the taxi industry, and kind of what was going on with relationships and what in, in love and what the disruption is with that. The disruption usually isn't something we see um, because it comes so far out of left field. And so we were talking about it and we know that the most recent disruption was the legalization of gay marriage. Um, and also dating apps were also a huge disruption to relationships in uh, modern times. And so then we were talking about what's really next. And what I see that is on the horizon is open relationships. So we were kind of talking a little bit more about that um, just as guys here a few minutes ago. So I thought, I haven't recorded my podcast yet. Might as well start and record now. So um, I guess I just want to open up the space for you guys on open relationships. Like, how do you feel about it? <laughs> because I know a lot of people, some influencers, some also just friends that um, are in open relationships. And it was a new concept to me a few months ago. Um, but I just want to get y'all's take on it. I think, um, here, let me get closer. I think that this is Nick here. What's up, everybody? Um, I'm, I'm not on board with it. Just flat out. That's my opinion. That's my, that's my POV. So why? Yeah, no, I wanted to explain why, but like, I also wanted to preface it by saying that with all disruption, I don't think anybody's really on board with disruption. Like people naturally don't like change, but it's a part of life. So my opinion might change. I've been known for that. Um, but what I will say is that it's uncomfortable. I think that like what it's really representing is something deeper as far as love and humanity goes. And the way I take a look at it is um, human beings in a relationship who want to have an open relationship are pretty much just expressing to each other in the world that they want to have a relationship with less rules. And they're pulling into an extreme that is an open relationship and I think that that is emotionally harmful, but I do understand that sometimes it's necessary to tug deeply in an extreme direction to see change made when really what I think everybody longs for is relationships with less rules. We're seeing why rules actually make relationships harder. That's why divorce rates are at an all-time high and people are breaking up seemingly more than they're getting together. I don't know the facts or statute on that, so I can't speak numbers-wise. But what I can say is that from the outside looking in, it seems like rules are starting to tear away at relationships. I think Kev's got something to say, so let's hear it. Yeah, no. Well, the interesting thing is that um, they it, it is rules, like less rules, like you're, talk, like you're talking about. And the reason that we can brush things off with our friends easier than we can brush things off with the person we're in a relationship with is because there are less rules with your friends. Um, and I feel that the reason sometimes we subconsciously put up more rules in an intimate relationship is because that person is extremely close to us and we don't want to get hurt. And it's that fear of, I don't want to get hurt or, or even control of making sure that I'm going to feel loved um, instead of choosing that person for who they are. And I think we do that in the beginning somehow, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit. And you start building up these rules to try to maintain it instead of um, just being present and continuing to love that person the way you did in the beginning. You know, like, Kevon, do you have anything to say? Like about open relationships or just kind of, we're talking about rules as well. 
Um, you know, for as far as this conversation of open relationship, it's been that uh, the last few times I've had this conversation, it seems like females are the ones that are more kind of willing to do the openness thing, um, not with another male, but like with another female. And males are the one that's kind of like more just closed off opposed to it. Um, so I don't know like why that is, but when it comes to rules, I totally agree that like rules could sometimes complicate things. And like Nick was saying, that is why like divorce rates are at the level that they're at. But for me personally, I definitely, I could be in a relationship, like bringing another feminine energy to like the space. But as far as like, I'm doing my thing and she doing her thing and then we get back together like nah bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's kind of my stance on it too but you know I haven't had much experience with it and what I've noticed, yeah, I haven't had much experience with it no, to be yeah, honest. I'm gonna say one more thing. Okay. This is this is what my homie told me, man. He said he said if you got a pudding cup, right? And you eating your pudding cup. <laughs> And you got a dude that just come and stick his spoon in your pudding and just take out a scoop. Is you still going to want that pudding cup? And I'm like, hell no, nah, bro. I don't want that pudding cup no more. And that's kind of how it is. Y'all just heard the most hood fucking analogy that was available to us. This is Nick, by the way. So let me break that, let me break that down for you in more suburban terms. What Kavan is trying to say is, uh, uh, I think you guys get it. To be honest with you, <laughs> they get it. They I get it. They get it. it. One thing. One thing that I do want to say is that from my friends that are in open relationships, I've seen, or I've gotten close to a few people that are that have that were in open relationships, and as a relationship coach, I can kind of see what people's intentions are, um, pretty clearly with their relationship or where where they're at with their their partner and it, the energy around the those people was very um needy and very in open like in open in an open relationship yeah. they were very needy and like fill me up like yeah. they were they were looking to fill a void hard really? and yes and so explain it's that. Explain that. so like you've been in a person you mean Huh? I've seen it in person. I've, yeah, I have. I have a friend who's who is like that's what she does. You she's in open so relationships, crazy. and she's. No, no, it's almost like just fill up this void in me. It's like just fill up this void in me type thing. And um, more partners isn't going to do the trick. You know what I mean? No. What he's saying is, what he's saying. I'm like agreeing with him because now that he said that, it's so crazy because the last couple people, like females, that I had this talk with, like they were very needy. And it's like, they were like extremely needy. And she was even like, yeah, I'm needy. And it's like, I guess that is the point of like an open relationship because like they're so needy that if mm-hmm. somebody is like absent for mm-hmm. any second, then they want to go to somebody else to fill, fill that void. Yeah. And I think, but then you can take it to the other extreme. And I don't know these people personally very well, but I do know a couple that is in an open relationship and they seem happy. But again, I'm not super close to them, so I don't know. I don't know, Nick. I mean, yeah, I don't doubt that happiness is something that you can create. I don't think happiness is, like, contingent on actions as much as people think. I think, like, short-term actions, you can mask and create happiness there, but the long-term effect of these things and, like, the wherewithal that they have, in this case, on your emotions, that's where you see, like, the taxes of emotions really pay off. So, um, like, right decisions and right actions, however you define right, and it's not 
objective it's totally subjective by the way um is going to lead to a happy life over time but um non-right actions just won't and like look that is so interdependent on you so if you're listening to this and are like really down for an open relationship maybe you should try it like i'm not saying it's wrong i'm just saying for me it doesn't feel right and i'm gonna tell everybody listening to this straight up it's because of fear (laughs) i don't want to feel like uh, i'm not enough for my partner for my woman um, I don't want to feel like she has to go get pleased elsewhere, sexually, emotionally, like I want to be that for her. And yeah, that's selfish, but that's exactly how I feel about it. And I'm glad that I have a stance. I also want to say that it's interesting. Um, I think they're giving, and this is again, speculation right now, almost like a giving into um, jealousy. Jealousy is a good thing. If you, if you guys... Um, listen to esther perel she actually talks about this in her new book she's a relationship therapist um very well known look her up on youtube but she talks about jealousy is normal like it's normal to be jealous and almost as a culture we think that it's a bad thing um once if if you're in a relationship if you're in a relationship with somebody and then they're talking to you know somebody and you can kind of see them flirting or you kind of see them just sparking conversation and there's this uh anxiousness or like um jealousy within you it is totally normal it's part of being human but instead of um i'm okay well then i'm gonna go talk to somebody or you know chewing them out on in the car afterwards like what the heck was that type shit you could um we could say step up and be more of an energy for them. You know what I mean? It's and, and it's also more like it could be out of fear. Like, oh, they're going to cheat on me, which you got to deal with that too. Or abandonment issues and, and things like that um, could be playing in the background. But I don't exactly know the way Esther put it in her book. I literally saw a YouTube video where she mentioned it. And I want to read the book. So I haven't dove into that yet. Could the whole jealousy, because I, I, I definitely see it, how it could be like, yeah, step up. But could the whole jealousy thing also mean to tell your partner, what the fuck? Sometimes. I think I think sometimes. If it's like a lot with one person, obviously. But it, it's intuition. Your intu- intuition is going to tell you what to do. Just remember that you also don't want to take it everything personally. If they're a flirty person... You need to have that conversation and look, be like, look, okay, I don't, I'm not going to change you. I'm not going to tell you to stop your flirtiness more so, you know, like, and, and, and maybe it's awareness of, oh, wait, I'm in a relationship now. I can't just be super flirty all the time. Um, but then define that. What does that mean? And going back to rules, this is putting rules on things and rules are um, one-sided, I feel. But agreements are two-sided, where we both agree that this one thing is going to happen, where an expectation or a rule is one-sided on this is how you should be. Um, now that we're talking about, like, you see your partner like being really flirty and they were like that before whatever. Um, I forgot where I, where I heard this, but it's like the same way that you get somebody, you lose that person. It's like the same way that attracts you to somebody or that you get that person, you end up losing it to that. So it's like if you meet a girl and she's just like hella flirty, like a fucking butterfly, and it's like 
you get with her, then it's like, why do you expect her to, like, go back to a cocoon? Like, she's already, like, flapped her wings. She's ready to fly and be around. So I think it's, like, a part of, like, coming into the situation and seeing how that person is. So that way you're not making a thousand rules when you get with that person. That obviously contradicts who that person is from the beginning. Right. Well, then also, you know, you, you mentioned, like, the butterfly thing. I'm going to put it in more real terms and say uh, you get with somebody who's extremely ambitious. Exactly. And, and they, they're on their grind and they have a mission that attracts you. It's called unique pairing where that's one side of them. And if that's all that they are, when you get closer to them, you're like, oh, shit. Like, this isn't what I signed up for. So what, what unique pairing is, is, is showing that you are ambitious, but you're also funny and you're also chill and you're also a love bug and you're all these other things, which makes you irreplaceable and unique because everybody else is just being a gentleman or just being nice or Uh, just being a butterfly. Right. uh, And so that's how you can very quickly show all of yourself to somebody and build a stronger relationship from the get, but you can also know and just be aware of what's attracting you to certain people. It's all awareness. If you're going, huh, do I really like this person for who they are? Or is it just simply their energy? Because me, Nick, me and you've had this conversation where we were like, uh, it was a while ago, where we were like, um, I, I just loved her energy. It was a breath of fresh air type thing, but her as a person, it wasn't. Mm, huh. You know, it was like, wow, I, I really resonate with that piece of her. I know that I want that, but I don't want her as a partner, which is okay to say, by the way, you, you should be picky when it comes to your relationships. I think people go, oh my God, I love this one thing about you. Let me get into a relationship with you and praise the fuck out of you for it. Oh, and then by the way, you need to fill me up and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Instead of like really looking at things and thinking it through, um, deeper than what me and you were saying like deeper than the music you like and the things you like to do and like it's about your your values and who you are your character you know do those things match up and what you want to do in this world down the road which is why i'm so big on clarity right so anyway that's been bro talk i think i'm just gonna call that bro talk (laughs) that's basically what it was thank you guys for for joining me in on that um and for all of you guys listening if you have any questions shoot them my way at kev crenshaw as always put some heart into everything that you do today